Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Mental, physical, spiritual, right? There's something about those three. You see it over and over. If you have a group singing, say a quartet, the, the best is if you can't really pick out individual parts. It just blends together and you're not saying, oh, wow, that's a good tenor. You're just thinking, wow, this is beautiful, right? Isn't that harmonious? There are some, some things that harmonious means well-proportioned, well-balanced, symmetrical, existing together in harmony. So I want to ask, are our days well-balanced or symmetrical? We all have 24 hours in a day, right? That doesn't matter what culture we come from what language we speak, we all have 24 hours. So how do we use that in a well-balanced, symmetrical way? Let's just do a little figuring here. If you have 24 and you minus 8 hours for sleep, you want to go to bed early, right? The hours before midnight are worth twice what the hours after midnight are worth. I can testify that it is so true. You know, if I go to bed at 10, I'm not ready to get up at five. But if I go to bed at nine, I can get up at four and get by with seven hours of sleep. And I can do pretty well on that. So just going to bed an hour earlier, even though I'm not getting any more hours of sleep, or maybe even less hours of sleep, I can, I can do well. The other trick for me is no supper. If I eat supper, I never feel as rested the next morning. But if I go to bed on a totally empty stomach, man, I can tell the difference when I get up. But for illustration purposes, we're going to minus 8 hours for sleep. So what's 24 minus 8? 16. Good. Let's subtract another 2 hours for eating and personal hygiene. Does that seem reasonable? So we've got 14 hours remaining. How are those hours being spent? What's 14 divided by 3? roughly four and a half hours for mental, physical, and spiritual. So would it be too much to say in an ideal life there would be approximately four and a half hours each of mental, physical, and spiritual exercise? Is that pushing it too far? Now again, remember I'm saying in an ideal world. I'm not, I'm not in any way saying we live in an ideal world, right? But if we could order our lives according to God's plan, would that be fair to say we would try to have those balanced every day? Don't get discouraged because none of us do this perfectly, right? But I want to challenge you with this. So let's start with the mental.
I think this is the one that most of us get plenty of. For young people, we've got school. For adults, many of us have sedentary jobs. Unfortunately, many times it's behind a computer. You know, to me, the sad thing is, even though much of our work is mental, I'm not sure how much of it is actually developing our mental capabilities. But it is what it is in that many of us have pretty sedentary jobs. Um, then there's things like reading, you know, that seems to be becoming a lost art, but still there's, there are people that still read a lot. Then of course there's the using of technology, and that unfortunately has replaced a lot of reading. Um, did you know, at least this was the statistic I found, this has been, I guess, a year or so ago, but the average American spends eight hours a day in front of some kind of screen. Now, lest you become discouraged, I found an amazing quote. This is manuscript 19, 1887. Mrs. White says, you must bring the physical labor right in with the mental. The two should go together. We taught our children that after they had spent some time in school, then they should drop out a term because there was no arrangement made for manual labor. And after working for a term or two, they could take hold in the school again. So let's go on to the physical. What do we do physical every day? Exercise. That's good. How long do we exercise for? Do you exercise for eight hours? You know, what, maybe an hour? Of course, we know all about the eight natural remedies here at Uchi Pines. You know, so many of those need to take place outside, right? I guess a lot of them don't have to, but, you know, if you're exercising outside, you're going to be getting sunlight and fresh air, right? We kind of like to compartmentalize life, but the beauty of God's way is it's not compartmentalized, it's holistic. So we talked about labor. Do you have work projects you do? How long do you do that every day? Do you work in the garden? Recreation, do you play? Yeah, how long do you play? Okay, well, what else? Let's look at the spiritual. And I, I want to start off with a little caution here. We're not saved by the time clock. This is for illustration purposes, and I want you to get the underlying point and not get bogged down with hours and minutes. But let's just, again, for illustration purposes, we, let's think about the spiritual things we do. Do you have quiet time with Jesus in the morning? We want time for personal devotion. That's really important. In fact, that's extremely important. Then, of course, we want to have family worship, right? How often? Morning and night. And then, I hope that maybe you're involved in some kind of outreach activities. 
That could be all kinds of things. Okay, what else? Prayer meeting. Again, we, we got to be careful about um, putting hours and minutes to it, but, you know, is it too much to say we should have an hour in personal devotions? Uh, that would be ideal, at least. I think it's hard to be growing spiritually if we're not spending significant time. We've got a secret weapon as Seventh-day Adventists, right? Sabbath, the great spiritual balancer. You know, if our week gets a little out of balance, God gives us the Sabbath every week to say, hey, let's try to get back in line. Isn't that amazing? The whole day. For some of us, we, we may need to really um, examine our, our lives and say, Lord, I realize my life is way out of balance. Again, we need to keep in mind that we don't live in an ideal world. And we also need to recognize the reality that every day may not be well balanced. You know how it is. There's always emergencies. So we can't beat ourselves up if our day looks a little bit askew, right? But what about your week or your month or even your year? The sabbatical year. I want to talk to you some about that. This is my personal testimony for tonight. We're farmers, right? I can't imagine doing anything else. But it's a lot of hard work. So anyway, just I, I try to be brief here, but apply this however the Lord leads you. Long and short of the story is back in 2011, we were ready for a break. And I said, let's take a sabbatical. And I'll tell you, you know, we didn't have a lot of money in the bank. Well, I'm telling you, the Lord worked it out so amazingly. It was so, so restful, so peaceful, so calm and in control. You know, there were no phones, no internet. It was just beautiful. You know, our children did their homeschool. Actually, that's where my wife and I wrote or compiled and wrote the, the largest portions of our book was in that three months. And we came back so energized. So let me just end with this and one final quote. The closer we get to balance, the more powerful our witness will be. We may not be there, but what can you do? So your homework is to go home talk to the Lord, say, how can we get our life more in balance? Are you willing? Whatever it takes.